0: And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, HollywoodTakeOver.com slash Sean, Joe Biden
1: wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. Right now, Goldco is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how to get started today. That's HannityGold.com.
0: Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider.
1: Day number 83. 83.
0: All right hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941. Sean, you want to be a part of the program. Look, there's, there's obviously been a lot of news this week. We have not spent enough time uh, going over this indictment that took place earlier this week. Now, well, it's been a long time in coming as it relates to the Russia hoax, the big lie, the three long years of Donald Trump colluded with Russia. Um, No, none of that ever happened anyway. And culminating this week with the arrest and charging of Igor Danchenko. And it is what's so interesting about this is the media, the mob. Imagine if it was any Democratic president candidate that where you have the Republicans paying off. Uh, let's see, a law firm funneling money to them that hire a, an op research firm that hire a former MI6 guy and the guy that is the subsource for all things dirty Russian dossier of, uh, remember, the exact thing they're accusing Donald Trump of, and then using this unverifiable, now totally debunked dossier as a means of spying on a presidential candidate, his transition team and a presidency. Now, so the federal agents arrested this week the primary, what we call subsource. We know now that the FBI knew at the latest, and this is being charitable, in January of 2017. Oh, that this is all bunk. They knew it. In other words, but yet they kept perpetrating this lie and hoax on the American people. Now, the question is, who knew what? And who knew what when? Now, if you go back, the CIA actually knew in July that this was a false Clinton narrative and they did nothing to stop it. Bruce Orr in August of 2016 said, don't trust the dossier. His wife, Nellie, working for Fusion GPS. Um, Danchenko attempted to plead not guilty, released without electronic monitor, uh, but charged with lying to the FBI about information in the dossier. Uh, we bring in our panel people that know this case backwards and, and forwards Greg Jarrett of course he has two number one best selling books on this very topic uh Scott Yolingers with us retired CIA ops officer Russian intel operations expert John Solomon editor in chief of justthenews.com why don't we start with the news portion of this uh and start with you John
2: Yeah listen the indictment lays out five <clears throat> extraordinary lies that Danchenko uh, made to the FBI that concealed where he got his information and where he didn't get his information from and one of those is a PR executive that is directly tied into the Clinton family into the Clinton ecosphere this is a new player his lawyer has confirmed his name is Charles Dolan served in the Clinton Bill Clinton administration was a paid advisor to the 2008 Hillary Clinton campaign and an unpaid in 2016 so now you got yet another clinton person in the middle of the creation of this dossier and its allegations but we went a little further than that today we took a look at five civil affidavits that have been filed in a companion case against danchenko in all five the five russians who are identified as the subsources in the dossier each one of those five people said danchenko made it up i didn't tell him that i wasn't the source it is fabricated so that's how bad this uh, russian dossier is it was a fabrication at every level, from the very ground level to the very top of the FBI.
0: It's really unbelievable. Now, do you have any idea where you see this going based on the actions of Durham, John?
2: Listen, there's a very important person that shows up for the first time in this indictment, and that is Fiona Hill. You may remember her as one of the mm-hmm. impeachment witnesses against President Trump. She is like the Forrest Gump of this story. She shows up in 2011, connects Christopher Steele to Danchenko, who then becomes you know, the primary source. And then in 2016, she connects Danchenko to the PR executive, Dolan. She is like the networker that helps create all the people that ultimately come together to bring this uh, bogus dossier to the American public.
0: I mean, as extremely well said, uh, Greg Jarrett, I read your column, the arrest of this guy behind the dossier underscoring the many lies of this hoax. and And you know every detail of it. What's your take on it?
1: Remarkable as this confirms uh, what you and I have talked about for years. This was all manipulated by Hillary Clinton and her cronies, uh, or as the Russians would say, her comrades. Uh, you know the odious invention of of Hillary, um, but. You know, was a crony identified as PR executive number one we now know to be, as, as John pointed out, Charles Dolan. Um, Dolan is a guy who, in June of 2016, travels to Moscow and stays at and visits uh, the presidential suite in the Ritz-Carlton Hotel where uh, the alleged PTA reported lewd acts occurred. And according to the indictment, he's told by the manager and staff that, you know, nothing happened there uh, with Trump. So then he meets with Denchenko in Moscow at the hotel. Denchenko travels to London immediately and meets with Christopher Steele. Three days later, the P tape emerges in the phony dossier. So I do think that uh, Dolan may be key to this. It'll be interesting what more he may have to say as the prosecution against Danchenko proceeds.
0: And let's get your take, Scott Eulinger, as a retired CIA ops officer. Um, The CIA knew in July, correct me if I'm wrong, of 2016 that all this was happening. You know a lot of these players. Everybody knew that this was a lie. At what point as the country's being drawn into this this whirlwind of of three four years of a phony collusion narrative, at what point did the CIA have a responsibility to tell the world the truth, tell the American people the truth?
3: Well, I think that 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 would have occurred almost at the at the beginning of this, and in fact. Everything that uh, the panel is talking about is absolutely damning on, our, on all of our national security institutions particularly the CIA and the FBI I mean Russiagate was never about Russia and I speak about that as an intelligence expert you know targeting Trump served to protect Hillary Clinton and Obama Biden McCabe Brennan Comey Schiff etc and their co-conspirators in the Obama administration from prosecution they were doing this that when it was illegal. Trump unexpectedly won, and then they had to continue with the charade to avoid prosecution. But in doing so, did incredible damage to U.S. national security. You can imagine what Putin's reaction to all of this behind the scenes must be as he's watched America tie itself into knots. And, And also particularly damning is Fiona Hill, who was appointed by Trump or attained in the National Security Council, all the time conspiring
0: against him.
3: You know, actually damning on our institute.
0: Are you I, I want to get a little deeper into your minds, John, you've been more confident than I have been. And I would I think I speak for Greg Jarrett as well. We've been very frustrated. The The fact that the low hanging fruit in Michael Horowitz's uh, report, the inspector general report, uh, was never followed up on, including referrals for the for the very things that, for example, they charged Roger Stone with, which was what lying to Congress process crimes that resulted in 30 guys guns drawn pre-dawn raid fake news cnn cameras none of that happened to any of the people that horowitz referred um and you know after a period of time you begin to think uh, we don't have equal justice or application of our laws and that there's a dual justice system that that's what i now conclude after watching this mess for this amount of time
2: Yeah, listen, the only thing I can tell you as a reporter is that there is clear activity, and I think I've been proven true on this, clear activity in the grand jury going on that uh, uh, John Durham is not done building criminal cases. I still see activity, and some of it is focused on the FBI. The last couple of indictments have been in the dirty trick that Hillary Clinton's campaign pulled out, but I see the evidence of activity that there are looking at some senior and mid-level FBI officials for possible criminal activity in this. And, you know, the American public at the end of the day is going to have one question, and neither answer is going to be a good answer for us. Either the FBI was so incompetent that they couldn't figure out that Danchenko was defrauding them and this was a Russian intelligence op, or they were complicit. Neither one of those are good for the future of the country. But it looks like... John Durham is looking at that possibility of some complicity, some criminality, whether he gets the evidence to secure indictment remains open.
0: Do we ever get to Hillary Clinton? Do we ever get to James Comey? Do we ever get to McCabe, Page, Strzok? Uh, uh, Any of these people? Uh, Greg Jarrett?
1: Well, they should. I mean, coming in, the FBI and all the people you identified knew early on that this was all phony. They misappropriated the dossier as a pretext for four successive warrants to spy on a Trump campaign associate, Carter Page. They. Uh, deceive the FISA court. They lie to the judges. That's fraud. And you know, it's it's amazing to me that you can be criminally prosecuted for lying to the FBI, but when the FBI lies to the FISA court, it seems to be okay. It's not okay.
3: And your take, Scott? Yeah, it's absolutely everything my colleague is saying is absolutely true, but it also points out uh, this isn't just a leadership problem in these institutions. And I say that as a 20 year veteran of the CIA, the rot is very deep, almost entirely throughout these organizations. There are personnel, either abetting corruption or more numerous, a tyrannized majority who fear that whistleblowing or criticism will be the end of their careers. And that's why you've had no whistleblowers coming forward in the last three years about all of this. And, and that's, that's the sad state of these institutions, which are supposed to be protecting us.
0: You know, it's just so sad to me that all of this could happen. And then there's a collective yawn. Uh, I know justthenews.com. You're the editor in chief, John Solomon. It's it's doing gangbusters. FoxNews.com is doing gangbusters. Anybody that that tells the truth or provides news and information that the mob and the media won't provide is doing very well. But they have allowed and, and they've enabled and they have basically, you know, it, it, uh, they would never do this if it was a Republican sabotaging a Democrat. They've covered up the whole way. They're complicit and they're responsible for all these lies for years. And nobody says, I'm sorry, we need to correct the record. Oh,
2: yeah. Listen, uh, is that, you're 100% right, and I think what Scott said is so true. I know of people that are in the FBI and the CIA that know things that could reflect on a large group of people acting badly. They don't want to ruin their career. They don't want to get crushed by this. They see um, a guy like um, uh, Andrew McCabe gets his job back and gets his retirement back despite engaging in such misconduct they're like it's not worth the risk i think scott's onto something there are patriots inside these agencies that know more than what has that went on in this case that can't come forward because it's a dead end for their career
0: quick break we'll come back news you won't get from the anywhere else in the media mob and that is the latest on what john durham is doing uh, we'll get to your calls also coming up. Eight hundred nine four one Shawn is on number. Listen, American history civics education, look at where we are. It's at a turning point. Now are we gonna allow the bureaucrats and lobbyists to choose what school kids are taught, or are we going to choose to teach children the whole truth? All right, as we continue with Greg Jarrett, Scott Eulinger, and John Solomon discussing this latest Durham indictment, what do you think, Scott? You're, you've been inside these the agencies. I happen to know, and I and the reason I always go out of my way to talk about the 99% FBI and intel community because we have really good people that risk their lives every day to protect us, and this is the elite few that. Abuse power, and that I believe were corrupt. But we have not heard from those, quote, insider whistleblowers. Do you think that they are there?
3: That's right. But it is no longer the 99% that are doing their jobs. It's a much lower percentage at this point, I believe. You know, because we've had uh, eight years of an Obama administration, a brief respite of Trump, and basically the intelligence services and law enforcement have been able to staff And promote people of their similar viewpoints. And that's why you have a Justice Department that does nothing with widespread illegality, because these people are all handpicked and promoted up, whereas other people, perhaps more conservative individuals, are either shunted aside or are afraid to report the irregularities and illegalities they see because they're afraid uh, that they're going to be, you know, they're going to be fired. And that's and that's the sad state of our institutions
1: in the United States. Right. Now.
0: Yeah. I'll give you the last word, uh, Greg Jarrett.
1: Well, it's a crime to knowingly provide false information to the FBI. And that's what Hillary Clinton did. As we know from declassified documents, she approved the plan. But she was very careful to keep her dirty fingerprints off of it by utilizing Conduit. She set up an information laundering scheme. Her campaign hires a law firm, who hires Fusion GPS, who hires uh, Christopher Steele, who hires Danchenko, who then uses Dolan and others for the phony information. With, with so many people separate from Hillary Clinton, it's very hard to bring a case against her. Although obviously she invented. And financed and ordered the dissemination of the Russia hoax.
0: It really is one of the saddest chapters in American history. And the worst part of this is it seems as of today that they've gotten away with it. And all that will do, the net result of that will be it, they're all emboldened. And that means they, they will feel a certain, that they will feel they're invincible. That they can do anything they want, any way they want, and they're not going to be held accountable. And that is the equivalent of literally shredding our constitution, because this is as bad as it gets. And so far, they've mostly gotten away with it. Anyway, great uh, analysis, Greg Jarrett, Scott Ulinger, thank you, John Solomon, thank you. Eight hundred nine four one, Sean, our number. When we come back, we're going to hit the phones on this Friday. Uh, we got a great Hannity, nine Eastern tonight. Quick break, right back. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you'll get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk, a veteran-owned company. Now, you get the same quality service that you get from the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. Uh, But you get it at half the cost. The average family saves close to $1,000 a year. And guess what? There's no activation fees and no contract to sign. And they use the same cell towers and the same 5G network. Make the switch today. And if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. Anyway, this is a company that shares your values. They support our military and our veterans. And by the way, they don't advertise on fake news networks, thankfully. Go to the website, puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch. It's simple. It's fast. It's easy. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean. That's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. All right. When is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign up when you use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N, and go to HometitleLock.com. That's HometitleLock.com, promo code Sean, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HometitleLock.com, promo code Sean. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. I want to go back to something I played earlier in the program if you missed it. Maybe you just got in your car, you're headed on the way home. Um... Because we've gone over how out of touch this administration is with people. Well, if you want Christmas gifts and you don't want to disappoint your children uh, and have Santa disappoint them, you probably need to to order your Christmas gifts now so it might arrive on time. That's not the answer. Well, you're not going to be able to get 15 colors, but you should be able to get one. It's just like Jimmy Carter. It's like turn down your thermostat, put on a sweater. And it's that type of mentality. Or it's the American people's fault, as, you know, circle back Jen Psaki said, uh, it's that they've caused, their consumption is causing these supply chain problems. What? No, we, we never had these problems before. We don't have to pay this high price for energy because we had energy independence. You know, everyone's scratching their head. What can we do about Joe Biden? I'll tell you what Joe Biden can do. He can go back to the Trump policies that worked. On the border, he can go save those Americans he abandoned in Afghanistan. He can now, instead of begging OPEC for the fiftieth time, maybe he can talk to Texas Governor Abbott, talk to the governor of Oklahoma, North Dakota, Alaska, and and get our own uh, e- energy available and back in the pipeline that they took away. You know more out of touchness. Jennifer Graham, home, the Department of uh, Energy Secretary, predicting. Uh, gas prices at 305 at the beginning of December. Okay, she's full of crap. We are, We all see every time we fill up our gas tanks, we're seeing how much more we're paying. 20, 25, 30 bucks more. Wait till this winter. It's gonna they're predicting as high as a thousand dollars more to heat your home from last year. Uh, look at this Thanksgiving. It's gonna be the most expensive Thanksgiving dinner. In history, you know, prices, we, we, we actually figured out how to drive prices down. But, of course, when you raise the price of energy, the lifeblood of our economy, every single thing you buy now costs more. And who's it hurting? Well, it hurts everybody. Who's hurt the most? The poor and the middle class. The people that they claim, Democrats claim, have a, a monopoly of compassion for. Now, I nearly lost it today when Granholm burst out laughing when asked for the plan to increase oil production. Remember, Joe goes to, goes on to Glasgow, falls asleep, needs to be woken up by an aide, then apologizes to the world for Donald Trump's uh, pulling out of the Paris Accords, which classifies China and India as developing nations, and we pay the the massive amounts of money, and they pay next to nothing. Uh, Then the same Joe Biden is begging OPEC again. They've already turned them down. And uh, they're not going to go to the levels that Joe Biden wants. And instead of begging OPEC, why don't we beg Texas and Oklahoma and Alaska? Because you don't even have to beg them. All you have to do is take your foot off their neck and let them do their job and bring back high-paying career jobs in the energy sector, and everybody's going to benefit. And then we don't have to worry about what happens in the Middle East anymore. We won't have to worry about the Straits of Hormuz anymore, and we'll all be paying less for everything that we buy, and it's less to fill up our tanks and less to heat and cool our home. It's not complicated, but she thinks this is funny. I don't know why she thinks it's funny because there's nothing funny about it. Listen.
4: What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. As you know, of course, uh, oil is a global market. It is controlled by a cartel. That cartel is called OPEC. And they made a decision yesterday that they were not going to increase beyond what they were already planning.
0: Okay. Now, the problem with her analysis is that Joe Biden and her and these new Green Deal radical socialists, they themselves, through their policies, have artificially reduced the supply of energy because we were energy independent. Donald Trump, his last year in office, especially his last months, he didn't import a single barrel of oil, not one we were a net exporter of oil from saudi arabia for example he wasn't begging russia and putin to produce more oil or opec to produce more oil <laughs> a car t- no you guys did this you caused this you you abandoned the policies of energy independence and we're all paying for your mistake here i i, I, I what's so funny about that it's killing the middle class and poor Americans. It is hurting every single American family, period. Anyway, we have uh, John in North Carolina. John, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. How are you?
5: How are you doing, Sean? I'm good. Uh, the reason I'm calling is because the vaccine mandate that OSHA has uh, just announced is going to be coming to effect in a month and a half or so. Yes. Um. That's not going to be very good for the economy. For um, specifically, truck drivers. A lot of us don't want the vaccine, um, and if you don't want the vaccine, they're saying you can be tested once a week. Well, that's also going to be kind of a problem, seeing as a lot of us go out for two, three weeks at a time. How are you? Supposed
0: well, to my tested? my understanding is this only impacts companies that have a hundred or more employees. I guess that might mean that you would have the ability to work for a company with less than 100 employees. Is that a possibility?
5: Uh, Initially, but they also just the other day uh, said that they were considering um, extending the mandate to companies with less than 100 employees. Well, I'm not
0: sure. Remember, these are the same people that said they'd never mandate a vaccine, right? These are the same people that have been wrong the whole time.
5: I, Not just wrong, John. They've been lying to us the entire time. I'm right. sure you know that. In fact, I pretty much learned it from you and Rush.
0: Well, they've they've lied to us repeatedly. You know, I said this, and it apparently it got a lot of pickup. I said vaccine hesitancy. You want to know where it really came from? It came from them. It came from Fauci. It came from Biden. It came from Kamala. It came from the D uh, the NIH. It came from the CDC. They're the ones that keep moving the bar. Changing the rules. They're the ones that say one thing one week, another thing another week. These are the people that were wrong the entire time. You know, and then yes. it's no mask. Masks aren't going to do anything. Fauci says, then it's one mask, then it's two masks, then it's maybe masks in perpetuity, then it's vax or mask, then it's vax, uh, mask and booster and then booster again. Uh, no, nobody believes these people anymore. They created that hesitancy by their mixed messaging, and by being wrong so often. And people do not trust them anymore. And they have caused that distrust. They've earned it. And, you know,
5: 100 percent,
0: you know, and and this latest thing, you know, you got the city out in San Francisco that they're going to no kid can go in any store between the ages of five and 11 unless they've been vaccinated. By the way, you don't you you don't need voter I.D., but you're going to have five year olds carrying, I guess, a vaccination card with them. I mean, uh, it's madness.
5: Does that mean they're going to have to have a uh, a staff member actually checking vaccination passports at the door of every business?
0: Um, that's probably what they're going to do. Now, what happens if you're, you have a son or a daughter and they're four years old and they happen to be tall? Do uh, you have to carry around their birth certificate? Again, this very same people that don't want voter ID. These are the same people. You know, the same people that said, if you got vaccinated, you're protecting yourself. You know, when you look at the science, and this drives me crazy. Now, every life to me is precious. Let me say that up front. But if you look at this entire pandemic, 162 children between the ages of 5 and 11 have died from COVID. It is about the exact same percentage of children that will die from the flu. Now. What it means is the science has shown us that kids are not susceptible to the, the, the horrific dangers of this virus, the way older adults are, the, the way people with comorbidities and preexisting conditions are. That's what the science says. So now you ask yourself, well, if we're going to follow the science, their mantra, not, okay, then the science would say kids really aren't at risk for hospitalization or death. Then my, the next question is, then why are you going to eventually, I believe this will happen, mandate vaccinating five-year-olds? If they're not being hospitalized and they're not dying, what is the purpose of that? Can you give me an answer? Because, I'm, again, I'm trying to follow the science.
5: Uh, I don't think it's science, but it might be money. Who's paying for all these vaccinations? Especially for people that don't have insurance.
0: No, the government pays it for it. Cost. Ev- everybody gets vaccinated for free, but it's not free. We, the right. American people, so pay for it. Who's making the money? Right. Oh, I mean, how
5: much does Moderna vaccine cost or Pfizer vaccine cost? Uh, it,
0: it, to me, I, I don't have a problem if if people come up with a product that people want and need and they make a profit. But, you know, we ultimately are paying for all of it. That's the right. bottom line. And, and yet... You know, Joe Biden finally,
5: Sean, you just said you you brought up the fact that it hasn't even been what, how many months since the vaccine was released and we're already talking about needing to get booster shots.
0: Well, and by the way, they're they're already at maybe four boosters. They're talking about one booster, two boosters, three boosters, four. Then they're even talking about uh, potentially getting a booster every year. That that's also again, none of this was told to anybody at the time. Anyway, i got to roll. John, God bless you, my friend. Uh, if we can ever help you, let us know. Uh, Karen is in the Commonwealth of Virginia. What a week you had in, in your state. How are you?
4: John, I just wanted to end the week because we did a three-seat sweep. I am ecstatic. The last I have been so, oh, since that last election, I went to bed thinking Trump was winning, and I woke up, and they stole it from him. Or, no, they didn't. They changed the rules. And we took it. We did it in Virginia.
0: Well, the people of Virginia spoke loudly and proudly, and the results are in. And it is a a full, complete rejection of Joe Biden, his presidency, yes. the Democratic Party, their radical socialism, their New Green Dealism, their wokeism. Yes. It is a complete rejection of all of it. Now, yes, and I don't want to get too cocky and overconfident sure because. One year from now, we'll have results from the midterm elections. If Republicans
4: working, but I'm going to have a fun weekend. I'm going to relax this weekend, but I'll start back on Monday.
0: uh, What are you doing this weekend? That's fun. Come on, tell us.
4: Oh, I am sending my husband and my eight-year-olds to a movie, so I will have the house to myself.
0: (laughs) So that's the perfect weekend. Throw the husband and the kids out of the house. Oh man. (laughs) Oh man, that—that's because my heart was broken with Rush after some so many years,
4: and so I'm clinging to you to get me through all of this and get us because I know he would be having a heyday with this win with Biden and all of this. So he's watching us, and I thank you and love it because y'all are doing a great job.
0: Well, I appreciate your kind words. Uh, We all miss Rush. We can't replace Rush. I actually saw a tweet from David, his brother, and on how, how he would have loved to share what happened on Tuesday with his brother. Um, Rush was unique and special. He's irreplaceable. And I said at the time, and I meant it, and I mean it now, is that we all have to up our game because we lost Babe Ruth. And, you know, that's a hole in the lineup you just can't fill. Uh, Karen, God bless you. Uh, you enjoy your weekend Quick break. We'll come back. We'll get right back to your phone calls. 800 941 Sean. you want to be a part of the program. Back to our phones. Uh, Jim in South Carolina. Jim, how are you? Got two questions. Um, why is it that our Republicans aren't doing anything? When we were...
5: When we had Trump in office, the Democrats were bringing um, injunctions against Trump on everything he did. Why? You know, I'd love to ask Lindsey Graham and any of our supposed uh, Republicans why they aren't doing anything. And I'd love to get an answer from Mark Levin, too, to find out if uh, our, our forefathers were geniuses. They must have put something in there to get these communist socialists out of there and we need to Listen, start- well
0: but you got to remember there's an obligation of we the people um i i i reminded people in live free or die you know benjamin franklin a republic if you can keep it speak in other words at the constitutional convention is is it going to be a monarchy is it going to be a republic a, a republic if you can keep it or the words of ronald reagan You know, freedom and and liberty are just one generation away from extinction. And every generation has their battle and their fight and their obligation even to protect and preserve it. And this is now where we are. It's, It's for ourselves, yes, but more importantly for our kids and our grandkids. Liberty, freedom, capitalism, our Constitution work. We've got to make sure the next two elections will define this country for decades to come it's that important quick break right back hey if you want a firearm that is easy to transport you got to check out the u.s survival rifle from our friends at henry repeating arms and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. Now, Dave Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Now, he has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting our vets, first responders, and their families, and there are so many of them that need our help. Please join the foundation on their mission to do good and never forget. Just commit $11 a month. You can do it by going to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. That's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. Healthlock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have Healthlock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website it's healthlock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider.